Welcome, every one of you, every Bible lover out there. Welcome to the book of Ecclesiasticus, or the wisdom of Sharak today. We're moving right ahead here into chapter 28, and we have some notes here from the translators against revenge, quarreling, and anger, and backbiting. How about that? Here in the sacred number 28, the number of generations from David to Christ. Okay, in verse 1 it says, He that revengeth shall find vengeance from the Lord, and he will surely keep his sins in remembrance. Okay, in remembrance has the parentheses around it. Two, it says, Forgive thy neighbor the hurt that hath done unto thee. Okay, forgive thy neighbor the hurt that he hath done unto thee. So shall thy sins be forgiven when thou prayest. All right, now looky here. Here is the golden rule being taught right here in the Old Testament Apocrypha. And in three, one man beareth hatred against another, and doth he seek pardon from the Lord? Question mark. Okay, so this uh, doctrine, you see, is clear back here in the Old Testament. Christ plainly taught these things. You would think this is uh, the Apostle Paul's writings here, but it's not. It's the Old Testament here. Okay, in 4 it says, He sheweth no mercy to a man which is like himself. And doth he ask forgiveness of his own sins? Question mark. Yeah, this is a have-to, and Christ plainly taught this to everybody about forgiving others. Even if they don't want your forgiveness, you have to forgive them within your heart. And uh, if that is difficult in situations, seek the help of the Holy Ghost. Because without that, the flesh is going to take over, right? That's what the Apostle Paul taught Always go to the Spirit, because the flesh is weak. Five, it says, If he that is but flesh nourisheth nourish hatred, who will entreat for pardon of his sins? Question mark. Well, our advocate is Jesus Christ, and he gave us the commandment to forgive others. Period. Okay, so there's that. So this is being beat up pretty good here. Taught again here. In 6 it says, Remember thy end, and let enmity cease. Remember, and that's in parentheses, corruption and death, and abide in the commandments. Capital C. And those commandments, if we don't know what they are, 
we go straight to the doctor, and, and it's gone over plenty of places. New Testament, Old Testament, and Old Testament Apocrypha. It's uh, taught so that there will be no mistake about what's being said here in the wisdom of Shirak. In 7, re remember the commandments, and these are capital C on the commandments. Remember the commandments and bear no malice to thy neighbor. Remember, and that's in parentheses, the covenant, capital C, of the highest, and wink at ignorance. Okay, so uh, we got to cut people some slack here. Notice the ignorance, and that's the opposite of it, wisdom and understanding. Um, so there's a time when you just got to shrug your sh shoulders and go on. Uh, the fact is that they're not growing here in the commandments, these particular people, whoever they are, your neighbor. And that's really a shame for them, isn't it? They don't know the joy of study. Uh, and the beauty of learning, okay? And uh, we were commanded to feed on the milk of the word. We just were. And uh, so here's another one here in 7 where the commandments are stressed. And uh, that's part of the doctrine, folks. That is the written word. In 8... Abstain from strife, and thou shalt diminish thy sins, for a furious man will kindle strife, period. And King Solomon, he taught this. He's yay, be slow to anger. All right, and uh, we had plenty of warnings about this. And notice how without the dialectical strife here, the polar opposites and even holding grudges and Whatever. If someone asks you for forgiveness, then you go ahead and give them forgiveness and move on and forget about it. Don't don't bring it back up. All right. There's no reason to bring it back up. Don't bring it back up. All right. Okay. So uh, when the anger button isn't going, it's a lot easier to stay. Keep your heart pure away from the sins. Okay. So that's being taught here. Nine, a sinful man disquieteth friends and maketh debate among them that be at peace, period. Okay, that's a big one there, nine, because that is dialectics. Dialectics, let me explain it real quick. Problem, reaction from the uh, victim, and then you give them the solution. The other part of that is the left and the right, that's thesis and antithesis and synthesis. And when the synthesis comes together, our agenda moves forward as a handler of society. It's called Hegelian dialectics. The other part of that is Hero and anti-hero. Now, a good way of looking at that is through your so-called, and I say so-called, presidential uh, race here. If I'm a right-winger, I love Trump, right? And I hate Biden. And if I'm on the left, I hate 
Trump and love Biden. And that's done purposely. This is this has been a well-orchestrated plan. And none of this is by accident. In fact, if you look at all the old documentation, the Adam Wise Hop uh, Future Club of Rome, Royal Institute of International Affairs, they say that they're going to have dictators around the firmament of the earth. And that way they're, gonna, they're moving everybody away from this voting stuff, see, where every place will have a dictator, okay? And uh, as you see, this is where we're at. Every country, you don't see them voting. If there's a vote, it's a fraud. Everyone has a dictator. I don't care. Name me a big country. Well, isn't there some leader over it? Hey, I've watched it unfold. We read those old documents years ago. I'm sure I'm happy that I did. And we are watching the Hegelian dialectics being used. Now, Hegel went to a school in Russia called the uh, Praxis School of Thought. He didn't invent that. And so did Marx. Yeah, Marx and Engels, yep, they went. They were school chummies in these big muckety-muck schools where they train their initiates to do their bidding. But you see, when you're disquieting people, I walk into this end of the room, I stir up trouble against the people on that end of the room. Then I go to that end of the room and I start trouble on this end of the room. And then when I get the answer, see, I'll, I'll counsel both sides. And when they all decide to come together and quit bickering, my agenda will move forward. And that is at a, 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 a macro level or a micro level, either one. It's used against uh, friends here. And... Uh, it can be used against a state. It can be used against a country. It can be used against uh, parts of the world. It can be used against the whole world. It's satanic, people. In 10, and they're harmonizing this one with Proverbs 26, 21. As the matter of the fire is, so it burneth. And as a man's strength is, so is his wrath, and according to his riches, his anger riseth. And the stronger they are which contend, the more they will be inflamed, period. Okay, and that's, that is a mouthful. Notice here that uh, this isn't some small matter here. This isn't some poor folk. These are people that are in great power and strength through the riches here. And they, uh, notice this isn't some uh, table argument. This is a big one here. And they're talking about this, this fire that's kindled. This fire of hatred it's, is involved in it. But it's the left wing, right wing. The fury is lit. 
And I have the answer waiting already. Okay, all right, I think I beat that up, but uh, Chirac here's beating it up. Okay, and he's still beating it up here in 11. It says, and hasty contention kindleth a fire, and and hasty fighting sheddeth blood. So you can see how when we're talking about dialectics, we're actually talking about war. Okay. Uh, a good example of that is uh, the origin uh, philosophy theologians were sent down to South America. They had a couple preachers. One side was sent to the Muslim to get them to uh, hate and pull out the scriptures that call for violence, etc. And went to the Christian side and said, don't protect your family. Don't even have a pitchfork. Don't even have a machete. Never, never, never fight. And they pitted the one side against the other there in, in South America. Now, the reason I know the uh, inside of this is because the uh, preacher came back and started bragging that when all the fighting broke out, and this was done one side, the Muslim side came in and just shed the blood, boy. And they were told, well, don't, don't, don't protect your family. Just turn the other cheek. Hey, I'm all for turning the other cheek. But not in this case. This is done through dialectics. And so here we have the uh, fighting, and now it's gone from verbal uh, to shedding blood, and it will do that. Hey, world war was done through dialectics, folks. How do you like that? 12, it says, If thou blow the spark, it shall burn. If thou spit upon it, it shall be quenched, uh, and both these come out of thy mouth. Oh, boy. Now, there's heavy-duty stuff. We're not talking about spitting tobacco here. We're talking about words. You blow on the spark, it gets the fire going. And what are we saying? This fire, and all these verses, has uh, symbolized strife. It's, it's uh, symbolized dialectics. In the spit, you're not going to spit on a fire and put it out. But that's a symbol for your words. And instead of falling for the masquerade, falling for the tension, falling for the hatred, oh, it's the white males. They've created all this trouble in the, on the earth. No, 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 it's those uh, uh, Muslims. They're, look at their skin pigment. They believe in Allah. They started it. No, 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 no. It's the black man. He's going to take over the world if we let him. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. See, all that is starting the spark of the fire of hatred. Okay? You take uh, the um, states' rights battle during the Civil War. All that was dialectics. Okay? There's one reason... That's real. And then the other symbolic reasons. They wanted this country uh, split up. The Illuminati did. Yes, they did. And this was uh, their way of doing this. And they did it through what? Hatred, bloodshed. And it took how long for people to stop being like that? 
Did the sovereign grand commander of Freemasonry, Albert Pike, a Confederate general, did he start the KKK? And is his statue not in front of the temple there in Washington? I'm asking you a question. Why isn't his statue pulled over during the Black Lives Matter debacle? Okay. And speaking of that, that's the George Soros money, and he's starting dialectics. George Soros is paying people to blow on the spark here. And then when they spit on it, they, they, they now are getting the results that they want. Not what you want and not what I want, but what they have decided. And they had that decided before they ever started that first little spark. Are we getting it here? Speaking of that, here in 13, we're, we're, it's more on it. Curse the whisperer, it says, and double-tongued, for such have destroyed many that were at peace. And there it is again, double-tongued. See, there's a right, there's a left. No, the women did it. They, they wanted to vote. It's their fault. They don't want to go in and have children anymore. They're, they're, they're the trouble. No, 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 no. It's a white male. He's the one that did it. We got to get all those people. It's the short people. No, it's the tall people. Hey, it's the people from outer space, maybe. All right, I know that, ta that sounds queer to people's ears, but this is what these people do. The whisperer -er is a secret He's a secret teller, and double-tongued is exactly what I'm talking about. I am talking about the forked tongue, left-wing, right-wing, thesis, antithesis, and synthesis. And that's what we're talking about, and that's what we are up against to this very day, folks. It just is. That's, that's the real politics of the earth. Say, well, Tom, I've never heard of anything like that. Well, you didn't sit in political science class back in the 80s when they taught it to me. And the books are right here laying in front of me. You can't say it doesn't exist. They weren't picking on it. They weren't saying, oh, this is terrible. No. You take political science and you say, well, shouldn't I have the Constitution here? And they say, no. No, no, no. The world's going to this new government, this worldwide dictatorship. And this is the technique that we're using. So they went back into Marx and Hegel and all these writings. And that's, that was the answer on a test, on a finals, on a graduate course. Problem, reaction, solution, and dialectics. And that's the way world government is ran. Period. Okay, so here we had, they, we had the curse of the whisperer, the secret teller, and the double-tongued. Okay. Fourteen, a backbiting tongue hath disquieted many and driven them from nation to nation. Strong cities hath it pulled down 
and overthrown the houses of great men. All right, now, if tie everything that we've been talking about together here, and look at that sentence, how that just puts the icing on the cake. Backbiting, that's the secret whisperer that we had in 13. And the disquieting, that is the fire that's lit of left wing, right wing. And notice here it's from nation to nation. So, as you know, we'll just uh, rattle the cage of people from out of the United States, drive them into the United States, and start all the trouble. Look at here. Strong cities hath it pulled down. What do you think they're doing to New York and L.A.? Okay. A 15-minute city. <laughs> oh, boy. Notice here, it's overthrown the houses of great men. See, all that is what we're talking about here. Really, really good here in the wisdom of Chirac. Fifteen, a backbiting tongue hath cast out virtuous women and deprived them of their labors. That's another thing. They're stealing your wealth. Through what? Through the taxation of a shrinking dollar, the inflationary tax on you and on me to where our dollars have no sense. And they have an answer to that one, too. The world currency used through the mark of the beast across the firmament of the earth. Notice here it's getting the virtuous woman. 16. Whoso hearkeneth unto it shall never find rest and never dwell quietly. Okay, so that's what I said. We, when you understand a system of control, you can avoid the tricks and traps. If you understand that a pit has been dug for you and I, now we can avoid that pit. Because we know it's up there. It's been dug. God help the people that are sitting here thinking they're back to normal and there's no pit been dug for them. What do you mean, Tom? There's no pit up here. I don't see any pit. I haven't seen the chemtrails in the air. They're not doing anything to the dollar today. Why, look at all the work out here. Yep, that's just it. The blind lead the blind, and they're headed to that pit. 17, the stroke of the whip maketh marks in the flesh, but the stroke of the tongue breaketh the bones. Period. So once again, words. We have the beautiful, uh, empowering words of the commandments, of the precepts, of the doctrine. On the other hand, we have the double tongue, snake tongue, right and left, satanic talk that is meant to drag you to the pit. Okay. In 18, it says, many have fallen by the edge of the sword, but not so many as have fallen by the tongue. 
Well is he that is defended from it, and hath not passed through the venom thereof, who hath not drawn the yoke thereof, nor hath been bound in her bands. <laughs> okay? So here you see, you understand the evil system, and uh, there's lots to it, but uh, we're giving you the basics here out of the wisdom of Sharak of control. And there's a lot more to it, but this is the basics of uh, the fact that uh, Satan says he will control the world through strife. Christ said, no, a house divided against itself will fall. So, with that in mind, Satan says, okay, I'll create the strife and watch that house fall so I can build this world in my image. I can have that phoenix rise out of the ashes. Oh, a whole town is destroyed through missiles. But yet, tomorrow I have a vision of how that town's going to look. Yeah, that's Satan's talk there. The phoenix rises out of the ashes. What's that mean out there, folks? I think you know... In 20, it says, For the yoke thereof is a yoke of iron, and the bands thereof are bands of brass. Okay, folks, look at your prophecies. He's using the prophetic language there. Brass and iron, that has to do with uh, the mystery Babylon the Great in the last days, which is a conglomeration of all the beasts that came before, all the Parts of that wicked eagle prophecy out of Second Esdras. The uh, parts of the four layers of world government there that are prophesied in Daniel. Daniel had a vision of it, and so did Nebuchadnezzar the king have a vision interpreted by Daniel. There's no reason not to understand that. And you'll notice that bands of brass and iron are right there used as... Uh, a part of this world government system. 21, the death thereof is an evil death. The grave were better than it. Okay? All right, so that has to do with that yoke up here. It shall not have rule over them that fear God neither shall they be burnt with the flame thereof. Okay? See, 20, 21, and 22 go together. And here we've, we're describing the right wing versus left wing. That's used across the firmament of the earth. Yeah, they brought back the old Cold War stuff. And those people have sat at that round table meeting over and over and over throughout time. In fact, the same financiers that set up America... Uh, set up Russia financially. And two of the big culprits, they're bigger, <laughs> bigger than George Soros, the Warburg family. And uh, so what I'm telling you is that this control system will not rule over God's saints here in 22. 23, such as forsake the Lord shall fall into it and it shall burn, and it shall burn in them, 
and not be quenched. It shall be sent upon them as a lion and devour them as a leopard. Like I said, you don't have the wisdom and understanding. You don't have the Holy Ghost. You don't study the doctrine. Listen, where two or more are gathered together to study the doctrine, you know Christ is walking around in there, and these uh, plagues won't fall on you, according to the wisdom of Sharak here. It's not going to burn up the saints of God. It's going to burn up the stubble. And Christ is going to burn up the stubble also on Judgment Day. And that's coming soon. Okay, so in 24. Look that thou hedge thy possession about with thorns. And bind up thy silver and gold. And it goes on. And weigh thy words in a balance. And make a door and a bar for thy mouth. Beware thou slide not by it. That's like a backslide. Lest thou fail before him that lieth in wait. Okay. So here, these words, the doctrine. Notice how we're, the thorns are surrounding the silver and gold. Not the earthly stuff but the true treasure in heaven. Okay? And uh, your words are all weighed out. They're doctrinal. Okay? They have meaning. They have weight. They're edifying other people. And there's a time that you are not to be talking and there's a time to speak up. Now, the wisdom of Shrock keeps going over that and over that and over that, folks. Okay? So, anyway, thanks again. I hope that this is clear to everybody. We keep going over it. Use the podcast. And we sure thank you all for uh, taking the time to study. It is our privilege to read and explain here. So, with that being said, from here in Akron, Ohio, Bye-bye.